and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one definitive page of Talmud every day. And who or what could be more definitive than the post of the Kohen Gadol, the high priest in the temple? And today's staff, Yoma 18, asks some very important questions about the Kohen Gadol. Have a listen. The elders of the court who read the order of the service of the day before the high priest passed him to the elders of the priesthood, and they took him up to the house of Avtinas, and they administered him an oath, and took leave of him, and went on their way. When they administered this oath, they said to him, My master, high priest, we are agents of the court, and you are our agent and the agent of the court. We administer an oath to you in the name of him who housed his name in this house that you will not change even one matter from all that we have said to you with regard to the burning of the incense or any other service that you will perform on alone. After this oath, he would leave them and cry, and they would leave him and cry in sorrow that the oath was necessary. What a moving passage. Do we even have to say this? Do we even need this oath? It makes us so sad just to consider it. And when we're sad and confused and dive deep into matters of the heart, who do we call? The answer, one man, my friend and yours, my teacher and yours, Rabbi David Bashevkin. hello. Liel, what an absolute joy to be here with you, particularly on this Mishnah, which if I had to rank all of the scenes, and there are so many incredible scenes in the Yom Kippur service that we're going to be learning about over the course of the tractate, but there's something about this scene, about this Kohen Gadol who has spent so much time preparing every detail of the service and kind of these communal elders coming in and saying, look, we don't want to do this, but we need to know in that inner sanctum service that you have in the Holy of Holies, there was this major dispute that we will learn a great deal about about when to put the clouds of the incense. Should it be before he goes in or once he's already in? And this was a major historic debate in ancient Judaism between the Tzedukim, who were the Pharisees who broke off from Rabbinic Judaism, and Rabbinic Judaism, the Pharisees. And I think the part of this Mishnah which I find most moving, and honestly, like it doesn't even need commentary in my mind. It's just like, closing your eyes and thinking about that sense of, we wish we didn't have to suspect you of this, but we just don't know because it's just you in there. But the part that I find very moving is that the Mishnah included that after giving him this warning to make sure he follows the details, they go off to the side and cry, and he goes off to the side and cry. And I've always looked at this as not an incidental part of like, oh, that was so emotional and so difficult and now we're sitting here crying. But I actually believe that this is part of the service and preparation itself, which I think must mean that there is a parallel in the way that we conduct our own lives and our own process of repentance. And that is, there's something very intimate and very private about the process of repentance, the process of teshuva, the process of that Yom Kippur. And when I say Yom Kippur, I don't even just mean the day on the calendar. 
I mean that personal Yom Kippur, that sense of reckoning that so many people feel at different points in their lives, regardless of the calendaric year. And there's something that you see the Kohen Gadol and the community grappling with, which is that ultimately what is in the heart of an individual, we simply don't know. And I think in many ways this parallels the crying that we see ascribed literally to God himself. That there is a verse which says in Jeremiah, in Yermia, in the 13th parak, that God himself ascribes and says, In my seclusion, I am crying. And this notion that in the most intimate places of our lives, we can access this sense of inadequacy, this sense of, I don't know if this plan is right. I don't know if I am truly authentic. I don't know if what I see in front of me actually coheres with what is in my heart. I actually think it's quite moving that we place this as part of the preparation for Yom Kippur. Because I think those very intimate questions that can't be reconciled except in our most intimate moments when we are alone, in those private mistarim, that seclusion that the Kohen Guzzle went through and that now he's having this conversation with the elders, it's that sense of, am I being authentic? And ultimately that question, as we see over here, can only be answered in one place by one person. It has to be the individual who's asking the question to themselves, and it can only be in that private moment in the seclusion within our hearts. Rabbeinu Bashevkin, as always, you have brought tears to my eyes. Thank you so much for being our guest. My pleasure. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. Mm-hmm.